to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. Thank you for listening to the Paul McGuire Report, wherever you are in the United States of America, the Americas, the EU, or any continent on planet Earth. Thank you for listening. We have we get your emails and your letters, and many of you are buying uh, the book Power from On High. And uh, it's always an incredible delight to see what nations and cities that these books go to. And I, and I must say, I'm humbled, and it's, it's a blessing. And uh, I will add one thing. When we sell books uh, like Power uh, from On High to foreign nations outside of the United States of America, because we are a ministry, um, we lose money a lot of money uh, per book that goes out. But to me, it's worth it because I've been in a number of these nations, sophisticated nations. I'll I'll just name two. Great Britain, uh, France, and years ago, uh, Malaysia and other nations. But let's just talk about Great Britain and France. They don't have access to the information that you and I have access to. Therefore, it's very important to me, and we send out to nations all over the planet, Philippines. I mean, I'm not going to list them because I'd have to go on for a while. And it's always worth it because we're planting a seed of truth. First of all, the seed of salvation, but make no mistake about it, the people in these various nations have a tremendous hunger and tremendous desire to, to acquire truth and facts and information regarding the major current events, catastrophes, et cetera, et cetera, from a biblical worldview that that are happening on planet Earth. Because you see, they have no context by which they can measure things. You know, it's not enough just to throw Bible verses at people. You have to connect the Bible verses to the to the, to the realities, the, the global reality, the economic reality, the religious realities of our time. And that's the purpose of our ministry. And we're able to do that because we have faithful people like you who will step, step up to the plate and uh, make donations and contributions and uh, intercessory prayer and help spread our message far and wide. And so every time... Um, I get a letter or an email or a communication or whatever, or I see a book go out to one of these foreign nations or, or continents and areas that you, you just wonder, how on earth were they able to get the book, et cetera, et cetera? And it's because somebody like you acted like a facilitator, and you arranged it, and then you contacted us. And uh, thank you for that, because... Truth is powerful. Knowledge is powerful. But it has to be real truth and real knowledge versus counterfeit truth, counterfeit knowledge, which is simply nothing more than propaganda, scientific mind control, and things of that nature. Okay. There was an article uh, in The Atlantic. Now, I'm not saying this factually, so as a matter of fact, I better pull back on my public analysis of The Atlantic. Why? Because it would be imprudent of me uh, to, to, to speak at length about the Atlantic when I don't have all my ducks in a row. But I will say this. Um, for decades and decades, many of the largest 
media organizations in America, like on TV networks, and today it would include uh, uh, the internet and radio and film and television and the big magazines, etc. Many of them were either owned or controlled or actually staffed by certain intelligence agencies. Now, that's not me rambling off a conspiracy theory, because I have documentation to prove it. So, for example, in my book, um, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World, and some of my other books, I quote from, of all, all sources, Rolling Stone magazine, which is a big operation. It's not just some rock and roll magazine. I quote from Rolling Stone magazine, where one of the Pulitzer Prize winning uh, authors that exposed Watergate, he did a very well-researched article about how the intelligence agencies in the United States were running a significant number of television networks, uh, television personalities, film studios, music industry stuff, and they were controlling the content and the messaging of, of many, many of the most powerful media outlets in the world. And maybe if I have time while I'm in the studio recording, I'll, I'll turn behind me where I have the bookshelf that you can see if you're watching it on video of, of many of the different books that I, I've read. And this is, uh, Rolling Stone documented this. The author who did the story on this is not some, you know, right-wing uh, lunatic uh, uh, alleged conspiracy theory. He He's in the he is perceived in the minds of the mainstream media as the, as one of the gold standards of reliable news and information, and so it's he saying that our a huge number or percentage of our media is controlled by the intelligence agencies. Now, this article was written a number of decades ago, so so that reality has only increased. So back to Atlantic. I, I can't, I'm not going to make a comment on Atlantic specifically, but I will say this, that Atlantic came out with an article, uh, and, and they were criticized um, for suggesting that all the terrible pandemic decisions over lockdowns, school closures, masking, and punishing an entire class of people who questioned the efficacy and wisdom of taking a rushed experimental vaccine for a virus with a 99% survival rate. It should be water under the bridge. This is what Atlantic is saying. And um, this has been uh, repeated all over the internet. Uh, and I'm looking at an article from uh, Global Research, uh, which uh, published this from another magazine that I'm very familiar with called Zero Hedge, which is a very powerful uh, conservative outlet. So the point is, Atlantic is a very influential magazine among intellectuals, media people, uh, the elite, uh, the, the people who, who can afford to live in Manhattan. <laughs> they are the, the Atlantic reader. Now. So they're calling for this amnesty 
for all the people who promoted, pushed, and demanded that the public and children, uh, um, you know, participate in the COVID uh, uh, lockdown and all the other measures. And, and what they're asking for is that they get a pass, that they, that, that they should not be prosecuted, they should not face criminal charges for their actions, and they should get amnesty, which is a legal exemption from any, from any negative or dangerous consequences that they may have brought about in people's lives by promoting uh, the COVID agenda. Now, I only want to say, I only want to comment on this, and and this is very important, from from this particular angle. I just want to mention the middle class, the working class, basically every American in America that's not part of the globalist elite, that's not um, wealthy, and they don't have enormous assets. I want to talk specifically about uh, that uh, demographic group of people that most of you, not all of you, but most of you belong to that demographic. I belong to that demographic. And um, the, the problem is that it was that demographic or that group who early on, and I, and I comment to, to this to you on the air, on the Paul McGuire Report, that very early on, it was my observation as I was observing which stores were closing, which stores were uh, remain, remaining open and viable, which stores or corporations or companies continued to make profits. And which one of them, which one of these stores started to lose money and ended up in bankruptcy or had to close down completely? Now, just I want you to track with me like 100%. I want you to really like connect with me with every neuron in your brain. Because I believe that the majority of you observed this also. And you see, it's that commonality in our perception, that creates a bond between me and you. Because most of our friends, let's face it, don't observe these things. They're asleep to them. So this is what I noticed. What I noticed was the specific stores and restaurants and businesses that were closing down, that were being boarded up, where the windows were shut, and they were selling their you know, the, the, the space they had rented for years where they operated until the pandemic, they operated profitable businesses of all kinds. I'm talking about independent clothing, clothing manufacturers and distributors. I'm talking about, you know, like independently owned restaurants of all kinds of restaurants, a, a whole slew of independent goods and services that began to go belly up because of all the draconian restrictions and the excessive laws that that essentially bounced off the powerful corporations who had massive legal teams and, and massive amounts of wealth to tide them over. They weren't harmed. But, but, but the working class, middle class, 
uh, average American type business, independently owned, family business owned type of operations, not all of them, but a significant percentage of them uh, went bankrupt, went out of business, and some of these businesses were family owned and were around for like 80 years or something and were passed down from generation to generation. So it became very obvious to me, just walking around and using my normal God-given perception, that whether it was intended or not, the target of, of the economic sledgehammer that was destroying businesses, the target was specifically the independently owned, the family owned, smaller businesses. Now, by smaller businesses, it could be 240 people as their employees or whatever, because they didn't have the deep pockets to survive. So it was th this spectrum of businesses and business owners, et cetera, et cetera, that went out of business, and they had to let go their employees. Many of them had to pay to keep their business running out of their own pocket, or they had to work 10 times harder than normal to stay afloat. Now, this is what I have to say. Everything that I'm saying is true. It's documented. It's not debated. I mean, people on the left in journalism and politics understand this. People who are conservatives in journalism and politics understand this. This is, a, I mean, there's a universal understanding, when people are honest, of who was hit the hardest through the pandemic and all the, the, the draconian measures that were developed to, to supposedly prevent the spread of the pandemic. So, conclusion. And you mark conclusion with a red marker. Conclusion. And I'm going to give you a conclusion that you're not going to hear in the media, but I challenge you to determine for yourself as to whether or not what I'm saying is accurate or false. If it, it, is, it, if it is accurate, which I, I know that it is, if it's accurate, it has an enormous and very revealing impact on our nation. And so this was my conclusion under that imaginary red marker line that we just drew. The businesses, the business owners, the people whose businesses collapsed, went bankrupt, had to let go of their employees, had to shut the doors of their business after decades, in all kinds of areas. The entrepreneurs. Now, let's just say something. There are many facets in our society that have been at war with the entrepreneurs for decades. They hate the entrepreneurs because the entrepreneurs get wealthy on a relative basis. But it's not undeserved wealth. They work their tails off. They work like 14 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, um, they're, they're constantly working. They're putting in the extra mile. So, so they have deservedly earned uh, the, the extra money that they've made. They don't come from wealth. They, they didn't have uh, a, a magical wand waved over them. They got to where they, they were by, by, by producing an excellent service or an excellent product and working their tails off. Now, this is what we have to remember, because it's, it's, it's a building block truth that 
when utilized properly, unleashes, unleashes versus restricting the inherent and embedded raw economic power of American Christian capitalism. And the reasons I say American Christian capitalism is I'm not talking about uh, a globalist elite, godless, atheist, Luciferian elite uh, uh, capitalism. Christian capitalism is is about making money and making a profit through honest, hard work, not cheating people, not lying to people, and working hard and being honest and operating as as much as you can from a place of love. So if you're making a lot of money and you're an independent business owner, but you're violating the Christian part of Christian capitalism, I'm not addressing, I'm not talking about you, because you're, you're in another category. Okay, so, it has been known since 1776 when the Puritans and Pilgrims came to America from Great Britain, where they were living under the tyranny of King George. What was the tyranny of King George, the King of England? It was massive, excessive taxation. The, 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 the elite, the royalty, uh, took all the wealth from the hardworking working class. They, dominate, they, they told them what they could think. They told them how they had to worship and what church they had to belong to. In a sense, you could say that the, the hardworking people, the hardworking middle class, working class, and common people of Great Britain were slaves to a large degree to the royalty, the royal class of Great Britain. So they escaped Great Britain. They came to America as pilgrims and Puritans. Why pilgrims and Puritans? Because they didn't want to be part of the Church of England, because the Church of England was part of the of the uh, establishment. It was it was part of the elite's ability to control the masses. So they came to America for religious freedom, for economic freedom, for intellectual idea freedom, the right to own your own business, the right to grow, grow your own business, and all kinds of things. That's why they came to America. And so, because they worked hard and they put God first. Now, the Christians that came to America from Great Britain were very, very different than the Christians that are in America now. The Christians that are in America now have a very diluted, polluted, uh, uh, understanding of the Word of God, their, their, the vitality of their relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ is, is very watered down and kind of uh, missing the mark. Uh, the, the Christians in America today call themselves Bible-believing Christians, and uh, they call themselves uh, uh, evangelical Christians. But in reality, the Christians of America today would be classified by the pilgrims and Puritans as apostates, as uh, uh, people who are not true Christians or, at best, lukewarm Christians. And the pilgrims and Puritans would, would have criticized uh, the Christians in America today for their lukewarmness, their lack of sound doctrine, 
and their apostasy uh, and their their steadfast refusal to take an intelligent spiritual stand for their faith in Jesus Christ. Okay. Now, I talk all about that in my book, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind, and I talk about this in my book, Power from on High, where I point out what the solution is. How do we, as Christians, return to the fountainhead of the rivers of living water, and how do we today, as Christians, regain the supernatural power that God gave the pilgrims and Puritans? How do we regain the authority and knowledge of God's Word that the pilgrims and Puritans had when they first settled America? Because it was those two dynamics. They they walked in, 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 in authentic spiritual power, and they walked in the authority of the Word, and those two factors combined gave them the spiritual power to overcome the powers of darkness. It allowed God to bless them supernaturally. The pilgrims and Puritans were not watered-down, half-humanist, half-Christian type people. They were deeply committed to Jesus Christ as Lord. And the pilgrims and Puritans especially studied in great detail the Old Testament and the covenant that God made uh, between the children of Israel and uh, the covenant that God made uh, with his people in the Old Testament, where in, in passages like Deuteronomy 28, the blessings and the curses, God promises to pour out his supernatural blessings of prosperity and wealth and protection, and the blessing of God would be released upon his people if, and it says this in Deuteronomy 28, and the pilgrims and Puritans lived by this principle, that as long as they continued to worship the true God, the God of the Bible, as long as they did not worship the pagan gods, as long as they obeyed the commandments of God and did not break the commandments of God, if they did those two things, then God promises them in Deuteronomy 28 to pour out this incredible list of blessings that affects every facet of life. And if they choose to violate or break God's commandments, and, and, and worship the pagan gods, then Deuteronomy 28 lists a whole long list of curses that will negatively affect their economy, their health, their victory over their enemies, their financial prosperity, and just about every area of life. And the reason, no matter what they tell you in the secular, atheistic, and yes, lying, secular educational system, no matter what they tell you, the reason America was raised up above the other nations on planet Earth, the reason America uh, was able to produce the American dream and was raised up above all the nations of the Earth was because the, uh, the, the pilgrims and the Puritans were worshiping the true God of the Bible, not some pagan God, and the Christians and the Puritans were obeying the commandments of God, which allowed God to release his supernatural blessing and his supernatural power on his people. And I explain all that, and you need to understand this, 
The reason you need to understand it is because everything I just said to you is directly applicable to your life. In other words, what I'm telling you, based on history, the history of America, is that if you want to get in on the right side of God's blessing and stay clear away from the wrong side of God's curses, the way you do that is you choose to worship the biblical God and not worship pagan gods, and you choose to obey the commandments of God and uh, uh, not break the commandments of God. And prosperity and freedom on an unprecedented level was poured out on the Amer- America to such an extent that people all over the world spoke of America as the land of the American dream. So, where does it take us? Okay, we're going to come back in a minute, and I'm going to explain to you how having a knowledge of these truths and applying these truths in our lives is the the secret spiritual key given to us by God Almighty that if we use it, we can unlock the supernatural power of God on an unprecedented level. And if we use this secret supernatural key, we can uh, receive the supernatural power of God or power from on high being poured out upon every aspect of our lives at a level that is nothing short than miraculous. And it is doable. It is possible for us as the true children of God in America or wherever you are on planet Earth, that if we obey these biblical principles, God will move heaven and earth to pour out his supernatural blessing and his supernatural power upon us. And it will be so fierce, when what I mean by fierce, that the, the level of energy behind the power of God being poured out upon us will be so enhanced and so powerful that it will cause us to win the spiritual war raging in America. It will cause us to have supernatural victory over the demonic armies and the armies of evil. And it will allow God to bless us supernaturally, just like he blessed the children of supernat- uh, the children of Israel supernaturally in the Old Testament. Okay, you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report on Paul McGuire. We're in a spiritual war. The, the name of the game is to win or to be victorious in this spiritual war. When we come back, we're going to unlock some principles about how that is possible. So visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. And order a copy today of my brand new book, Power from on High, and the other books we have available, like uh, The Greatest Battle and A Prophecy of the Future of America and The Day the Dollar Died, and many other books we have, all at significant financial discounts. Go to paulmcguire.us and order those books today, and then ask the Lord what you can do now, today, um, to support this ministry with your financial contributions and donations. And I simply ask you to do this. I simply ask you to obey whatever God is calling you to do. So if God is calling you to donate or contribute a a certain amount financially, then obey him. Don't just hear him and, and go your merry way. Obey the Lord, and the Lord will bless you mightily. And then 
become an intercessory prayer warrior for this ministry so that we can expand its outreach and its influence. And finally, take, choose, obey God, and take an active role and an active part in spreading our links, our messages, our video, our audio, our articles, our books, all our communication. Take an active role in spreading all of that stuff far and wide, because that's the spiritual ammunition that you're spreading that will win the battle for the hearts and minds of mankind. Okay, you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us, and we'll be back in just a moment. You are listening to the Paul McGuire Report. One of the greatest challenges we face as individuals, individual thinkers, people who were once free in America, one of the greatest challenges we face is the all-pervasive lying nature, lying agenda of the mainstream media and, and the overwhelming percentage of the media, which has become a lying machine, propaganda instrument, a, a mechanism for scientific mind control of the worst levels imaginable. And most Americans don't even understand, can't even comprehend, because they've been socially engineered and dumbed down at the same time, so that most Americans can't understand cognitively with their diminished reasoning powers, their, their degraded logic. They cannot understand that they have been conquered via the doorway into their mind and their heart and their soul. They've been conquered. And what that means, plain and simple, is that they have been made slaves. They have been enslaved. You know, there's a lot of people complaining that their ancestors were slaves. Well, obviously, that's not a good thing or something that anybody should celebrate. But we are all, every ethnic group, every racial group, uh, with the exception of the people on the very top of the pyramid, the globalist elite, we are all in the process of being enslaved at this very moment. And, and the proof of it is that we daily lose more and more of our freedoms. And those freedoms are not just external freedoms. We are losing our freedoms to think, to speak, to read, to hold an opinion or a belief. We are losing all of those precious freedoms, which is the foundation upon which America was built on from the beginning. Things like freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of religion, and so on and so forth. So, so forth. Uh, they are under assault by this cyclops monster, and it is a monster. We're facing a modern Frankenstein. We're facing uh, an embodiment of evil <clears throat> that is organized, uh, financed by trillions of dollars, backed up with all kinds of oppressive technology and futuristic sciences. And these organizations like the World Economic Forum, the, the uh, United Nations, the World Health Organization, and on and on, <clears throat> these globalist organizations are the tools by which the globalist and Luciferian elite uh, have become, not, not we didn't consent, they have become our masters by the implied threat of violence or poverty or or uh, all kinds of uh, fear-based, paranoid realities that, that they use as psychological threats to bully us 
into compliance. So this is why after three years of fasting and praying and crying out to God and researching and digging deeper and and coming before the Lord over and over again, over and over again, I've come to the Lord and I'm able to come to the Lord just like you are, not because I'm perfect, not because I'm special. I'm able to come boldly to the throne of grace just like you are. See, this is the secret power that you and I have and that the Luciferian elite doesn't have. They know nothing about what I'm talking about because their bias, their unbelief, shuts out the promise of this reality. But you and I have this awesome privilege from God that we're allowed to come boldly directly into the throne room of God. That's where the Holy of Holies is. That's where God the Father and Jesus Christ are sitting on their thrones in the throne room of God. And there's this tremendous anthem of praising God and singing to God and worshiping God out loud. And it's packed with the saints of God who were martyred in times past because the throne room of God is beyond time and space. And the throne room of God is uh, internally powerful angels guard the throne room of God. So the throne room of God is the command center of the entire universe and the ruler of the entire universe, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ, rules and reigns planet Earth and everything that was created from the throne room of God. Now, the globalist elite, the Luciferian elite, all those people who mock that, who belittle that, who make fun of that, it doesn't matter that they mock it or make fun of it. Because the reality is that Despite their cynicism, what we're saying is a reality because it's based on the truth of God's Word. There really is a throne room of God, and there really is, according to God Almighty, only one way to gain access into this throne room of God, and that is to, by faith, have your sins forgiven by the blood of Jesus Christ. And then after your sins are forgiven by the blood of Jesus Christ, God has given you the power to invite Christ into your life and invite Jesus Christ to come into your life, into your inner man or woman, and miraculously transform you and make you born again or a brand new creature in Christ Jesus. And so when you're washed in the blood of Jesus, all your sins are cleansed, you then have the spiritual right to come boldly uh, to the throne of grace, which means the throne that God sits on, but it's a throne of grace, which means unmerited favor. You You are allowed to come to God right now into his throne room. Now, this should be liberating to every man and every woman and every person listening to me talk here on the Paul McGuire Report. There should be, there should be never a day in your life Never a nanosecond in your life where you should ever, even for a nanosecond, hesitate to come boldly into the throne room of grace to seek God's help and his power. You should never, ever be reluctant to come boldly into the throne room of grace. Why? Because your entitlement to come boldly into the throne room of grace is never based on your performance or your track record or how good you are today versus how good you were yesterday. You're not 
keeping a little checklist of all your good deeds and all the good stuff you've done. It's not on that basis that you're entitled to come boldly to the throne of grace. What entitles you to come boldly to the throne of grace according to the law of God is that when you appropriate by faith the blood of Jesus Christ and ask to be cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ, and when you do that by faith, God cleanses you of all of your sins, past, present, and future, by the blood of Jesus Christ. And then it's on that basis that you can come boldly to the throne room of God, and at that second, you can find whatever help you need, because he's an ever-present help in time of need. So whenever you have need, whenever you have a problem, you don't ever have to hesitate for a second. You never have to hold back, no matter what sins. Listen to me. Wake up and listen to the liberating power of Jesus Christ. Because I believe right now, in the name of Jesus, that the truth that I'm sharing is going to set huge numbers of people free right now at this nanosecond. It's going, this truth is going to set endless people free. And you're going to be liberated by this truth for the rest of your life, because it's going to impart a game-changer from God into your life, and it's going to set you free. And I am, I'm just like turned on to the maximum to have the privilege to share this with you, and the juice that's powering me right now, because I feel like I'm lit up with a divine energy. I believe that right now, you may think, oh, that's too spiritual. According to your faith, be it unto you. You will have exactly, in your reality, the level of faith that you're believing. You believe God's dead, impotent, and can't do anything? That's the kind of God that's going to manifest in your life. God's Word says, according to your faith, be it unto you. How did you get saved, for crying out loud? You invited Christ into your life by faith. Okay, so, I believe right now that the Lord has opened a portal, so to speak, over and in and through the Paul McGuire Report and all the various social media and other technological channels that we're on sending out this message right now to you. I believe God has supernaturally opened a portal above us, in us, and through us right now at this very second. And this portal is opened by the prayers of God's people for me in this program. This portal is open because we're praying based on grace, which means unmerited favor, which simply means that God is opening a doorway into heaven, a portal into heaven, based on his truth of grace, which means unmerited favor. So this portal that is open in our midst has come about because of unmerited or unearned favor. Now, I believe that's a supernatural miracle that has occurred in our midst out of the goodness of God, who wants to help us and give us the power to be victorious. And that, I mean, I can't tell you what it feels like. It feels like every molecule, every cell in my body has been electrified with the joyous presence of Jesus Christ. Think about that. Here's a guy, me, Paul McGuire. I tell my I tell parts of my biography that I've never shared with people before my brand new book, Power from One Eye. 
And one of the things that you will read about in the book is my pilgrimage through the New Age and psychedelic drugs and altered states of consciousness and, and everything that I tried and experimented with. But then I had a miraculous encounter with Jesus Christ, which radically transformed my world and miraculously transformed my world. Now, at that moment, I knew that Jesus Christ was who he said he was. At that moment, I knew that Jesus Christ was God, and all the other spiritual experiences that I had were counterfeits, imitations of God. So let me get right down to it. I believe that a a portal, so to speak, has manifested itself in our midst. And by portal, I'm not talking about the CERN portal or the, the Stargate in ancient Babylon, because these were opened up for Uh, the entrance of demons into the earth. The portal I'm talking about is is simply, it's simple. It's an open door, it's a spiritual open door in our midst, which is allowing God's power, God's Holy Spirit, to move from heaven upon us and through us, through through a portal produced by faith based on grace, which means unmerited favor. So right now, in the name of Jesus, if you would simply not not react to that statement and a negative rejection, but react to that statement with a and worship God with a small mustard seed of faith and by faith, because God is opening this portal for us, by faith, I'm asking you to join with me right now and receive what Jesus Christ told his disciples to receive over 2,000 years ago when he told his disciples to go uh, to Jerusalem and tarry or wait upon the Lord until the Father sends upon them power from on high or the power of the Holy Spirit. So the disciples were waiting upon Jesus and praying to God in Jerusalem. And all of a sudden, as Jesus prophesied, The apostles and the disciples were clothed with power from on high, which means the supernatural, dunamis power of God. And the word dunamis means the explosive, dynamite force of God, this supernatural power. And it it says we'll be clothed with power from on high. So right now, with with this portal or this doorway open, I'm, I'm challenging you in love to open the doors of your heart and mind Surrender unbelief as a sin, and welcome and receive power from on high right now, at this second, at this moment. Receive power from on high and allow, because you see, it's a matter of your will and choice, just like salvation. And then allow God Almighty to clothe you with power from on high. So let's do it together, because this is not an abstraction. It's not an external theological teaching. It's a right now, at this nanosecond, it is a present moment, uh, valid experience rooted and grounded on the teaching and the authority of God's Word, where in um, the book of Acts, we are told that we can receive or be clothed with power from on high. So wherever you are on planet Earth, and I know that many of you are listening in all over the world, all over America, nobody has to know what you're doing. You can do it privately. 
but I want you to join me. I want you to allow me to minister to you because I am a minister. I'm a licensed minister. I have been for a long time, and I'm a licensed minister of a local church. But most of all, I have the authority and call of God Almighty on my life. When he called me and filled me with power from on high decades and decades ago. So let's allow me, with your permission, to minister to you. And I ask all those of you that are listening around the world to join us in intercessory prayer. And let's allow and invite God to do a miracle among us, okay? So let's come boldly to the throne of grace. Now, don't be reluctant because your sins have been forgiven, and they've been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. So, Lord Jesus Christ, I come to you now. Say it out loud. Lord Jesus Christ, I come to you now, and I ask that you would cleanse me of all my sins by the blood of Jesus Christ, Lord. So, Lord Jesus Christ, I praise you and worship you for cleansing me of all of my sin, past, present, and future, by the blood of Jesus Christ. And Lord, I, if I haven't already invited you, Jesus, to come into my inner man or woman and make me born again by faith, then, then I ask you right now, Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins, cleanse me with the blood of Jesus, and I invite you right now to come into my life and make me born again. And I praise you, Jesus, by faith in your word, I praise you, Jesus for cleansing me of all of my sins, and I praise you, Jesus, for coming into my life with the Spirit of God and making me born again. And I praise you for doing these things. I worship you, God. Now, Lord, in accordance with the promises of your word, I praise you that I'm cleansed in the blood of Jesus. I I praise you that I'm born again. And Lord, based on the authority of your word, And I choose by faith to come boldly to the throne of grace or unmerited favor where you are offering me an ever-present help in time of need. And so right now you come to the Lord and you know that he will confidently receive you through the blood of Jesus Christ. You come boldly to the throne of grace where right now God is offering to you an ever-present help in time of need, and then ask him specifically for what you need. So, Lord Jesus Christ, we come to you. We come boldly to the throne of grace to find an ever-present help in time of need. And, Lord, the first thing that we ask you for, because we're in spiritual warfare of all kinds, the first thing we ask you for, after asking you to forgive us of our sins by the blood of Jesus, after we've invited you to come into our inner man or woman and making us born again by the Spirit of God, by faith, we come to you boldly to the throne of grace with our sins forgiven after being made born again by your Spirit, we come boldly to the throne of grace and right now, Jesus, all over the world, we ask you for the supernatural power we need to be victorious in the spiritual battle. So right now, in the name of Jesus, by faith, Jesus, we ask you at this second, by faith, 
to clothe us with power from on high. So, Lord, we raise up our hands to worship you, and we praise you, God, and we say these words to you in the throne room of God. And this is what we say to you, God. Lord Jesus Christ, we praise you for cleansing us with the blood of Jesus. Lord Jesus Christ, we praise you for making us born again and cleansing us of all of our sins. And now, Lord Jesus Christ, we ask that you would do what you promised to do in your word. And we ask you right now, by faith in your word, we ask you, Jesus, right now at this moment, to clothe us with power from on high. We ask you right now, as we come boldly to the throne of grace, to clothe us with your supernatural power from on high right now at this second. And Lord, as we continue to raise up our hands and worship you, we praise you, Lord, as we reach out to you by faith, and we receive by faith power from on high. We receive by faith being clothed with power from on high. So just take a couple of seconds to obey the Lord and to continue on in this prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, right now at this moment, we know you hear our petition, and we praise you, Jesus, at this very second. We welcome you by faith, and we ask that you would clothe us with power from on high, and that you would fill our inner man or woman with power from on high which you said means the supernatural power of God, the the dunamis, the explosive dynamite force of God. So, Lord, we welcome you by faith. We embrace your presence and spirit by faith, God. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we worship you, we praise you, we magnify your name, that you're King of kings and Lord of lords. And right now, by faith, God, in the name of Jesus, Every one of us reaches out by faith, and if it's nothing more than a mustard seed, God, then we come before your throne room with a mustard seed of faith, and by faith right now, we receive, at this very second, we receive power from on high. So go ahead by faith and receive power from on high from the Lord right now. It's an act of faith, and you're going to do it right now. You're going to receive right now power from on high by faith, or the dunamis, explosive dynamite power of God. You're receiving it right now by faith. So, Lord, we praise you as you have cleansed us of all of our sins, and we praise you that we're receiving, we're embracing, we're drinking in power from on high by faith right now in the name of Jesus. And as we stand worshiping you in your throne room, God, as we stand praising you and thanking you, and we, as we ask you, in Jesus' name, to clothe us with power from on high, we choose to receive power from on high by faith right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we praise your name, we worship you, God, and we thank you that we, as we exercise our spiritual discernment, God, every one of us who is tuning in to the Spirit of Almighty God you can experience and feel and know exactly what I'm experiencing, feeling, and knowing. I feel the present, I feel the overflowing presence of the power of the Holy Spirit filling me to overflowing right now in the name of Jesus. 
I thank you, Lord, that like David and not David, like Adam and Eve, I was once uh, naked and unclothed and embarrassed, ashamed and fearful. Lord, none of those things apply to me because right now, Lord, I know that I've been clothed with power from on high. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, by faith, we receive, I receive the outflowing of your Holy Spirit. I receive by faith being clothed with power from on high. And Lord, as an act of faith, I receive the infusion of the power of the Holy Spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I praise you that every cell in my body and mind and spirit is being infused and filled with the supernatural power of God. I can actually feel the energizing force. I can actually feel the supernatural power of God resonating in my inner man or inner woman as I come boldly to the throne of grace. I praise you, Lord, that I can actually feel the the, the precise numerical electromagnetic frequency resonation of the supernatural power of God. I can feel it. My inner man is being quickened. And God, I praise you and worship you that as the power of God comes down upon me, in a manner similar to as how the power of God came down the first century disciples, I praise you, Lord, that as the power from on high comes down upon me, and as power from on high clothes me, I am radiating with the specific electromagnetic frequency of God. I am connected to the energies of the kingdom of heaven, and I praise you and worship you for the privilege, God, that right now, I my my inner man and woman is literally being plugged in to the life force of God that was dispensed to Adam and Eve in heaven. I thank you, Lord, that you're plugging me in to the life force that you released into Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And I praise you, Lord, that the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ is resonating and lighting up the world all around me, in my inner man, and in the external world. I praise your name, Jesus. And Lord, as I praise your name, I thank you that you're supernaturally strengthening me. As I praise your name, I thank you that you're supernaturally healing me. And I praise you right now in the name of Jesus, God, that right now at this second, your power from on high is supernaturally healing me of all sickness and disease. And right now, in the name of Jesus, in the throne room of God, I take authority over, and I command all sickness and disease to leave my body and be sent to the lake of fire forever and ever. I praise you, Lord, that any empty place in me, any void in me, any empty place in me is now being clothed with power from on high, is now being filled to overflowing with power from on high. So I praise you, and I worship you, God. I magnify your name. And Lord, I thank you that as you clothe me with power from on high, that the supernatural power of God is being poured out upon me. I'm being supernaturally strengthened. And and the the radiance of the glory of God, the, the, the generation of the life force of God is is bursting out from within my inner man or, or woman. And Lord, I stand in your throne room praising your name. And as I worship you, Lord. I see in the distance the rivers of living water flowing out from under the throne room of God. 
And Lord, I choose to drink in the rivers of living water, God. And I praise you, Lord, that as I am being clothed with power from on high, out of my inner inmost being flows the rivers of living water. So the life force of God, the power of God, the virtue of God, the very things that you imparted into Jesus to give Jesus the power to heal, to give Jesus the power to work miracles, to give Jesus the power to save souls. Lord, I come to you by faith, and I receive by faith the very spiritual gifts and the very spiritual talents that you imparted unto Jesus so that I might minister to the people you send in my life, to my fellow man, to my loved ones, to my family, to whatever ministry you give me or have given me. I thank you that the power of God is emanating out of my life. And Lord, as I praise you and as I worship you, as the power of God is resonating internally and externally, I thank you that as I worship you, as I synchronize myself in worship with you, God, I thank you that the, the presence of the Holy Spirit, the power from on high, is, is, is disintegrating every satanic work, every curse, every spell, every work of darkness, and every work of evil is being vaporized and disintegrated by the supernatural power of God. And Lord, right now, as, as I am in a posture of worship with you, I thank you, God, that your supernatural power is being released from my inner man or woman, because you filled my inner man or woman, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit, with your Holy Spirit, and it's exploding forth out of my inmost being. I praise you for that, God, and I praise you that satanic strongholds, that demonic armies, that curses, that spells, that the work of fallen angels and the work of evil of every kind is being smashed by your power, it's being disintegrated by your power, and it's being severed and ended by your power in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, finally, I join together with my brothers and sisters, and I lift up my own family, the people you brought into my life, and I lift up Paul McGuire and his family. I lift up Paul McGuire Ministries and Paradise Mountain Church and the people associated with that ministry. I lift up all of these ministries and others that you put on my heart, God, and I ask in this place of power and worship, I pray that your supernatural power would descend upon all the people we just named, all the ministries we just named, God. And right now, God, in the name of Jesus, we stand in the gap in the throne room of God, clothed with power from on high, and we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would break the chains over America that you would shatter the strongholds over America, that you would drive out the demonic armies and disintegrate the, the demonic strongholds in America right now in the name of Jesus. We praise you, Lord, that right now in the name of Jesus, as we're connected to you as one in worship, as we're praising your name in the throne room of God, Lord, as we're praising your name, God, we thank you that your electrifying power is exploding with the dunamis dynamite force of the Holy Spirit, and it is tangibly igniting within the rules of God's Word. It is tangibly igniting an authentic and biblical revival, and it's tangibly igniting an authentic and biblical third great awakening. And Lord, let it happen now as we agree together in prayer exercising our faith at this very second, 
we say to you and we praise you and we thank you that right now, God, right now at this very second in both heaven and earth, right now, Lord, we thank you that you have ignited with an explosion of the dunamis dynamite power of God that you have it, you have ignited right now an authentic biblical revival and you have ignited right now with the explosive dunamis dynamite power force of the Holy Spirit you've ignited right now um, a biblical and authentic third great awakening and we praise you Father we praise you and worship you God right now in the name of Jesus for the supernatural release of an authentic and biblical revival and an authentic and biblical third great awakening. We praise you that in the invisible realm, it's exploding with the dunamis force of the Holy Spirit, and it's setting our nation on fire with the Holy Spirit. Souls are being saved, hard hearts are being melted, and Lord, we praise you that as an act of grace, you're turning the tide of the spiritual battle. We praise you for all of these things, and thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. There's more to do, but we're out of time. I ask you to stand with me and this ministry. And as the Holy Spirit is continuing to come upon you and minister to you, I ask that whatever the Lord tells you to give in terms of donations or finances, obey the Lord and give what he tells you to give. Whatever the Lord tells you to do in terms of intercessory prayer, become a prayer warrior for us, with us. And whatever the Lord tells you to do in terms of spreading our links or joining or watching, I ask you to do it. Your assignment isn't over. This is just the beginning. To the degree that you chose to receive the power of God is to the degree that you're going to see mountain-moving faith begin to arise in your life. Replenish it. Feed it. Nourish it. And I thank you for doing this. Be sure to get yourself a copy of Power from on High. Spread it as an anointed seed of power and biblical truth. So get your copy of Power from One Eye right now and visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us.